1: And now, for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favorite podcast platform, Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast, Lester, till I die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go.
0: Facebook, Twitter, and
1: Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sports Fan Network. Talk sports powered by fans. And now, here's your host.
0: He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. Thank
1: you! I'm here all week. Hi right, Chris. Oh, right, good evening, good night, good morning, good afternoon, good day, goodbye. Hello. How the devil are you? Welcome along to LTID TV I uh, hope we find you well uh, we are live on said channel on both YouTube and Twitch, thank you very much for joining us if you are watching uh, and if you are one of the thousands that listen to us via podcast on your favourite podcast platform again, Less Little I Die is on how you find us on your favourite podcast platform, thank you very much for lending me your ears and if you've got a smart speaker and you want to show off and, and use listen to us that Way, just ask your pod, uh, your, your smart speaker to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die. Why you got to say play the podcast first, I don't know, but you have to. Teachers are for having all these smart tricks, I guess, doesn't it? Um, and of course, don't forget um, we've got our socials Facebook, uh, Twitter instagram and tiktok as well so thank you very much welcome to a new look question time it's been rebranded as the debate show um can i just say if you're wondering i'm a little bit in shock i've got to be honest with you because uh, for those of you that have been following the channel you know i've got a new part of the channel uh, which was going to be separate and i brought it in-house which is music reviews and i've been two in Basically, I, I look at it on very much like with a with a Terry Wogan kind of um, appreciation of the Eurovision Song Contest. That's how I approach my reviews. Um, but apparently, I'm very big in Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly 500 views on my Serbian review, uh, and I got like 30 on the UK one. Um, unfortunately, one Serbian viewer did didn't take my comments very well, which will probably. Lead you to guess what I thought of the song. Um, uh, I, I don't think he knew that I could translate what he was, what he what he typed out. But yes, so big in Serbia. If only I'd known that when I was younger, that would have been something to brag about to the ladies. Hey, oh, fancy a date? I'm very big in Serbia, you know. Someone I'm not sure whether he's got big Serbians or not. We're about to find out. And say, <laughs> Brad, Brad, how are your Serbians? Uh, they're, they're fine and dandy, mate. They're fine and dandy
0: for any Serbians watching. My Serbians have a clean bill of health.
1: Oh, good, good. Um, and your, and your North Macedonians, how are they dangling these days?
0: Yeah, they're charging on to the end, mate. They're <laughs> only proud. It's North Macedonia
1: <laughs> for the We've win, mate. To- We've got them in the group. Um, I know you're not a huge uh, England fan, but I know you're a big follower of North Macedonia. I do believe they beat Malta the other night. So
0: Yeah, I knew they would. I told yeah. them to. I asked them to nicely and they said, go on then. Uh, so got, so did.
1: I can't wait to also get to the North Macedonian Eurovision review as well. So we'll see. Oh wow! If you do, if you do an England Macedonia watch along, I might join you, and I might have to get a, a a red and orange
0: outfit. See if I can find one for me.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. We will get you on. Um, but only if you say you promise to go out and get a North Macedonia shirt. Um, welcome along. Have you missed football? Well, have you missed Premier League football, I should say?
0: Yeah, no. Yes, because I, I always miss when when Leicester are on. Leicester are on but no because Leicester are doing very well so it's been a nice break, we haven't lost this weekend What thinking mate
1: That is it, I um I was speaking, uh, and you can you can read the full story on uh, the uh, BBC website tomorrow on the Leicester City page on the BBC website, uh, the Tuesday Talking Point, which, as you know, I, I do for the BBC. And I was talking to a Southampton fan over the weekend, and um, I was bored. I had nothing else to do, so I thought I'd talk to him. And he, uh, he said, oh, you're too good to go down. I thought, he hasn't been watching us much this season, has he? Mm-hmm. You've beaten us oh, twice, mate, bloody hell. Um, but it, and it makes me laugh because when people say that, oh, you're too good to go down, you always think it's never a Leicester fan that says that, it's always a fan of another, um, of another team. And you think, yeah, but you missed our good period, we we did really, really well during the World Cup.
0: Oh, yeah, we were brilliant then, bring back the World Cup, that's yeah. what we need. We yeah. need that goal to be aiming at to get some points on the board because. Right now, it's not going too, too great, is it? No, 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 no.
1: But uh, Boris is in. Good evening, Boris. How are you? He says, that when you're smiling, Lester Dirge is worse than the North Macedonian national anthem. <laughs> For a song that's titled, in fairness it does have a point. For a song that's called When You're Smiling, it's pretty miserable, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little bit, yeah.
1: Just a little bit. It's not my most cheerful. It's, it's a misleading title, that right, isn't it, really? Yes, it is. Totally. Totally. But anyway, look, tonight we are going to be talking uh, sell, renew, or run down. This is something that they, they did in the Leicester Mercury. So again, you are going to be up against Jordan uh, Blackwell. So oh, I'm my best be, mate. Your best mate. See <laughs> if you agree with him. Um then we'll be talking goalkeeper woes, because it just won't seem to go away, uh, all this goalkeeper. Um, and then we'll be touching briefly for probably the second time. Uh, well, not probably, definitely the second time. We'll be touching on James Madison and his England performance and what that means uh, for his Leicester career. But are you ready, sir? Let, let, let's get the show on the road, as they say.
0: Uh, let's, I'm looking forward to it.
1: OK, you must get out more. Uh, <laughs> I really sure. Me... Right, let me... There we go. There we go. You can see us in our, full, our full-size full beauty. Um, maybe that's something that people don't want to see. I don't know. But these are players, nine players, whose contracts were out not this summer, but next summer. Now, Teel- you know my thoughts on Tielemans, and I think he's actually going to do a lot of damage to the club. Because people will look at him and think, well, Hang on, he's just run his contract down. He's gonna go and he'll get a better deal where he's going because they don't have to pay a transfer fee. So do you reckon there's a lot of players before we get into them individually, a lot of players are gonna be looking at that and going, Yeah, I'll do that.
0: <clears throat> Personally, no, because there's there's players that are really good for this club that have got the talent that are new. Still have three, three years left on their contract. Um, never going to be in a bracket of Madison with the greatest respect to them, but they're they're good enough to 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 be professional enough to to keep themselves around that uh, I meant Tillemans, not Madison, by the way. Um, yeah. it's because he's on the screen. Um, and I don't think some of them are good enough to warrant just walking away from a potential renewal at Leicester and getting the same. I I just don't see certain players in that squad. You know, that term squad player would suggest that if they were to go anywhere else, it's going to be a downgrade with the greatest respect to other clubs. It's going to be a downgrade from Leicester. Mm. may even be a downgrade from the Premier League to the Championship in terms of divisions. Um, And they're not going to get paid as much. So it's, it's, it's very, very few talents that have such an ability to be in a position like tillman's and Madison, that mm. it's not very often you see them this trick repeated. That players do run down a contract. Um, but so, but I um, say if,
1: I, if I was, let's say, James Madison, uh, and I'm sort of I know I'm a big asset to to, to the club, I'd, I wouldn't have necessarily thought about doing that. But and this is what annoys me with Telemans, and unfortunately for me. He could now go on and score the hat trick that keeps us up, and I would still still hate him because I just think what he has done to this club. Yes, he's won us the 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 FA Cup, but we were also very lucky and had a bit of a helping hand from VAR. Um, I just I just think he's costing us forty million. You know, he's looked to me, and I'm not putting him totally in the same bracket as Dennis Wise, as you know, but he's certainly up there. You know, Dennis Wise wanted to sue us when we were about to go bust. We had £192 million with the debt, and Ian Actress said, don't bother me, I'm going to go on a free. Um, you know, he, he's basically jerked us off, hasn't he?
0: It's difficult because it seems that way when you look at it in, in, in its transparency, but you could also then lay the blame at the club a little bit because there was definitely voice <laughs> There was definitely, you know, bids about four um, Tillemans in January. And, you know, I, I I'm, look, I'm not going to compare them in terms of talent, but you could compare the, Lewandowski, uh, the Robert Lewandowski situation when he was at uh, Borussia Dortmund, I think it was. And Bayern Munich came in and he only had a year left in his contract. And... And Lewandowski made it very clear He wanted a move, he wasn't going to stay He was going to, basically He was like Tillemans in this situation He was going to give his all to the club He wasn't going to down tools, he wasn't going to go on strike But he wasn't going to sign A new deal, he made that very adamant Or Without saying it, he pretty much Came out and said them words to some extent And Slight difference is Bayern Munich were still willing, even though they had no reason to, they were still willing to pay Borussia Dortmund the money, a little bit less than they valued him at, but they were like, well, he's got 12 buttons left, I don't think 50 million is too much of a shot for him, even though you say he's worth 80 or whatever it was, it was something in that degree, they bit their nose to spite their face I went. No, we'd rather lose them on free than sell them to our rivals. Now I know Arsenal or Chelsea or whoever are interested in them, aren't rivals to Leicester as such. But I feel like that maybe the, there's a little bit of blame has to go on the club that maybe that somebody went look six months left of his contract, we'll give you twenty million for him, and they've gone. No, we we we're, and and our, our stubbornness to stick to a price is probably a bit part in the reason we're going to end up getting nothing for Tillman's whereas Tillman's might say well I've agreed to stay here not sign a pre-contract and down tools for you it's not my fault that you don't want to take money for me because I why why should I sign a new contract just so you can get 60 million for me and then Arsenal maybe turn around or Man City or wherever turn around and go yeah well we're not paying that for you now you can stay there for another two years and and then we'll get you when you're free you've made a mistake to sign a new deal you've done a harry kane that's not our problem we don't need you anymore we'll go out and get someone for 30 million half the price and i won't hate him but I, i i do wish we'd get something for him and i i think maybe the club takes a little bit of the blame from not cashing in in the summer or at the january
1: window we're telling him. Allegedly, us. we didn't have any serious offers, but we'll never know. We'll never yeah, know. Yeah, but it's it's
0: serious. It's serious. Is not getting a serious offer that nobody put a bid in, or is not getting a serious yeah. offer? Leicester still wanted fifty million for six months we'll of a contract know. and not taking
1: twenty. We'll never know, will we? Exactly. Will we? Exactly. All I will say is that it, it doesn't annoy me when people put uh, Telemans up on this pedestal. And they're having a pop at Maguire, and yet it was Maguire that signed a new contract so that we got 80 million for him. Um, rather
0: than, yeah, I mean, even even the French folder more, um, as dirty as he did us. He signed a deal in March, didn't he, last season? Yeah, and he was he, injured
1: yeah. and he wasn't playing and he was worried that it would expire.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe, may, may, may but still, you could say that he he made sure Leicester got there. We're going to get value for him by giving us... For, yeah. I'm,
1: you've got, taken I'm, this <laughs> argument to different places now you've mentioned him. I know. <laughs> but look, let's I have know. a look at the players. I mean, this is rather embarrassing and let's be honest with you we could end up like terry said there you know if we end up in the championship we should be fine because we've got championship but uh players uh, which is probably not far off so good evening to terry good evening to doug as well who is in uh, and he says dennis wise is a very small man we know what programs you watch doug and scott is in scott lovely to see you mate welcome back i uh, hope you and your family are all well sir. Good uh, good evening uh, He who must not be named I know, but he's in Australia So we don't have to mention Dave Oh, you don't mean Dave, sorry right. no. I, I don't, don't worry, Dave's here in spirit Isn't he, Chris? He is, Dave may have an eagle piggle But ladies, do you want to see Brad's soft toy? Oh Hello. What, what, what a legend What a legend Yeah
0: the best yeah. anti-hero in all of Marvel and Sony Universe, depending on what the contract states, it is, of course, Venom. He might yeah. have some opinions that people don't agree with, but he's like Dave. We call yeah. him Venom, and his real name's yeah. Eddie, so, you know.
1: It's the eyes and the tongue, isn't it? It's Dave all over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, so we don't worry. Don't worry. We, we don't care about Dave. We're just making sure Uncle Piggles getting a stand-in for the show, yeah. so yeah. say hi to the replacement,
1: everybody. Say hi. Yeah. And he's just I waving. I don't know if
0: you can see his arm moving. But I just there a
1: little bit left out here that um everybody's got a soft toy for oh, me you
0: I'm need gonna... to hold yourself on get 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 yourself a uh, get yourself a uh, <laughs> lesser <laughs> till I die one <laughs> yourself... well, i've
1: got a a, a letter till I die fox, but it's hard. Look, let's move no, on. No, I don't look, want to know about that. Uh, I know it's passing on the problem. We need to know what it's doing in its spare time. That's going to places we don't need to go to. But look, Leicester, we've got eight players out of contract this summer, eight this summer, and then nine next summer. Now, I'm, I didn't get an A level in maths, but even I can work out that it's seventeen players out of a possible twenty-five in the squad that we've let get to this stage. Um I know contracts aren't worth the the, the, the the money, you know, the paper they're written on. But I guess the other thing to say is if we actually do get relegated, and it's a very good possibility, let's be honest, it's a very good possibility, um then maybe we don't want these players tied to these expensive contracts.
0: Uh, that's the thing as well, and and your position in the league standings also affects how the club goes about trying to oh, potentially. Uh, Howdy. Um,
1: as I saw a <laughs> big out of the face, it's I just reckon yourself toy, Brad. That's what it is.
0: You can see Benham, that's who she's here for. You're the real star of the show, Should we just do 40 minutes, just let him sit there and see. Anyway, no, but again, you look at the circumstances when Leicester were pushing for the top four for them few seasons. um, Contracts were getting offered and signed by Ndidi, they were getting offered and signed by Maguire. The big name players, Madison was another one, Vardy. You name them; they were getting contract extensions offered to them because the going was good. They wanted to maybe add an incentive, take out certain relegation release clauses or, or, or buyout clauses, like we did. We had to do about ten or fifteen of them when we won the after we won the league. Uh, we had to renegotiate every contract to take them uh, clauses out. It's easier to do because you're giving them the incentive; they're happy to stay. If things are going good when you've got players that have got two to three years left in the contract and you're sat 16th, 17th in the league, your priorities and focuses um, tend to lie elsewhere. And like you say, there's a good possibility that, and we won't mention names because we're going to go through them when we get there, cer- certain players on the list that have a year or two or, or will have two years left after the season that you wouldn't really even consider keeping around to help yeah. you potentially, and I hate to say it to you, it doesn't happen, but you know we we're in a championship,
1: yeah, so I mean if that was to happen, then we could look at it and go, well, you know what <laughs> it's glad they're going because we can't afford them anymore, but let's have a look, so say eight that are going this summer, so we're not we're not um touching on those, we're looking at the nine that could potentially well, they have not potentially, they have literally got just over 12 months. So their contracts expire in the summer of 2024. Um, and we'll see what you say and compare it to Mr. Blackwell at the Mercury. Um, I'm getting a slight, I'll just warn you, I'm just getting a slight echo there. So just that might be starting. So, uh, but... Let's have a look. We're starting with a guy that's that the, that's there on screen, as you can see, Mr. Madison, um, him of England. Yeah, I'm definitely getting an echo now. Bro. Yeah, some sodding
0: ass wipe on his cross-chopper that can do no more than three miles per hour, making loads of noise outside, that's causing the echo. Sorry.
1: Um, City's best player. there have been tentative talks over a new deal for a while now. As things stand, it doesn't look likely he will renew. Uh, ideally, City will give it um, one more push. Madison could be this uh, the could be this team's leader on and off the pitch. Is the player the whole squad can be built around? Uh, but also, City know their squad need an overhaul to do that. They need cash, and Madison is their most valuable asset. Um, now, give me two answers here. One, let's start with what you think, and then what you think will will happen with the club.
0: Oh, well, I can give you both answers in one. Unfortunately, as much as I'd love to get to the end of this season, Leicester celebrating being safe and the news breaks that Madison signed a new contract, um, I think we'll sell him. I really do think we'll sell him. There's too many articles suggesting that Leicester are going to go back to the old ways that brought them a success over the years. And I sell one big asset, bring in two. And I, I think Leicester tried to deviate away, uh, away, deviate away from that over the last season and a half, and it hasn't quite worked out how we did with all the FFP and all that that we had around the club and you know all the extension plans revealed and, and approved. Maybe Maiden has had to curb that way, but it does seem like that's the plan going back forward. I think the club will want to sell if he's not going to sign. Um, because you can't lose two big assets for nothing. You can maybe forgive Tillemans for nothing, but you can't let this this man go for nothing. It'd be abs- it'd be the biggest crime of the century if you let Madison go for for, for, for for nothing in two years' time. So for me, I don't want to see him go. It's gonna be a sad day when I see him in a bloody Newcastle shirt. Though I'd rather a Newcastle shirt than a Man United shirt, that makes me physically sick. Um but you know, I you know, um, I think we'll sell him, and I think the club. I, I I'd assume that the club will look to sell him.
1: Yeah, I mean, as as Jesse says, there, um, he will stay till the end of the year because there's no option because he can't go till the end of the season anyway. Uh, and then, like you say, um, he will he will probably go. Um, Boris says sell him as well. Um, Yeah, Terry, it is a high-wage bill, but that's what we had to do when we were chasing top five, and everybody wanted us to finish top five. I Mm. think James, if you can just mute, sorry, Brad. I think uh, James Madison is our most sellable asset, as you quite correctly said. Uh, And the the other risk, of course, is what what happens with Tielemans. I don't think we would get the eighty million for him, even if he had another two years left on his contract, because he is not the player he was when we were playing. You know, when we were finishing fourth and fifth. Um, you know, look at Belgium. You know, they didn't do that well in the in, in the World Cup with him. I'm uh, not saying that was just his fault, obviously, but you know. So with Tielemans, what we'd have got for Tielemans three or four years ago was a hell of a lot more than if he still had a couple of years contract and we'd sell. We were selling him now. Obviously, because we were then fourth or fifth, now we're 17th, 18th. We're not going to get as much money for him. And If we hold on to Madison, that's the risk. You know what I mean? So maybe sell him at the height of his powers. Um, Now, Jordan has said with James Madison, uh, he would love to renew. But as you said, and you do agree with him, but maybe sell is what we have to do. So um, he, he tends to agree with you. Uh, now then, the next one, this is very, very interesting. Um, Mr Vardy, him who uh, who we bow down and get on our knees in front of. Um, what do you do with him? It, so he's got another year left on his contract. Um, do you um, sell, renew, or just let it run down?
0: I think you build a statue of him you immortalize him around this club in one way or another and you let his contract run down you let his contract run down because he still benefits with his footballing brain to help on that training ground pitch um i knew you'd agree with that jess i know your opinions on, on man united uh, but yeah, I think you let. I think this one, you don't renew it. You don't sell him because it, no one's going to buy him anyway. at His age, bless him. It doesn't matter how well he's had a career at Leicester. And honestly, retire here. Renew. Don't renew it. Run your contract down, and then take take your grass of a wife off to America and live in peace. Sorry, did I say that gross of a wife out loud. Sorry, allegedly, yeah. allegedly. allegedly. So the court, thank you. even even though the courts had, even though courts had heard it, allegedly, <laughs> yeah. Just I always really that.
1: I can't afford a lawyer. I always cover myself with allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I know, I totally know what you mean. I mean, that was the one thing when I did the, uh, uh, and, and there is a series called Life's a Pitch on the channel. And basically it's just me on my soapbox. And I did a Kane versus Vardy comparison. And I said one of the things that Kane is better at than uh than Vardy, and that that was uh, picking women, um, but uh, again, allegedly. Um, but yes, I agree with you. I don't think you will get a statue. V um, Vishay quite rightly has got a statue, but it, you know, I still live in the embarrassment that Stoke City have to put a statue up to Leicester City's only World Cup winning hero, and I, I think that is a huge embarrassment to the club over the years, that we actually let Stoke do it when he was a Leicester player. Now, what Jordan has said here is it's become increasingly evident that this is the season that Vardy's age has caught up with him and his form was dropped off. The stats show that he should have been a clear third-choice option behind Ian Acho and But With the number nine having signed a contract to keep him at the club until 2024, there's little point in bringing his career at the King Power to an early end and unless he wants to, he can still be an option in cup matches. Uh, and he's gone, like you said, um, run it down, let it expire. Um, you know, you you are looking at, and I said this the day. It depends on the individual player whether they want to retire at the top, and some of them do. And let's face it, there's some lucrative media careers out there, or you go down and play for some lower League clubs, uh, so that you can keep playing. Uh, I don't think that happens as often now because there is all the uh, options for uh, for the, for the media side. Um, but you got to remember Jamie Vardy; he's at that age now where most players would be at lower league clubs. You know, he's he's thirty four. Uh, he has been an absolute hero for us. I mean, forget forget his wife. That's nothing to do with the club. That's nothing to do with football. Um, he is. It is the be- I would argue the best million pound any club has ever spent on a player. I can't think of anybody
0: that you'd, you'd, you'd be hard pressed to 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 find somebody who cost the club a million pound and was such a success. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, and I know it's not on the same magnitude in terms of achievement and goal ratios, but. Kind of like what we did with uh, Steve Claridge, wasn't it? Didn't we pay a million pounds for Steve Claridge, and he kind yes. of came in and won us, won us promotions, and got us the goal that won us the fair, the league cup. So actually,
1: that's a fair point. Uh, and he isn't—he's hardly mentioned these days, is he?
0: Yeah, very much under the radar, uh, Claridge. Mm. I mean, yeah, Jess makes a point. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if that if he's still got the club in America. I heard, I heard so. No, it's gone, from, bust. it's That's gone bust. that has gone bust. So maybe, maybe with that option to stay around Leicester again, integrate him into it. If he's not already considering it as a, as himself, he yeah. might just want to have a life now. You know what I mean? I, I, when I say have a life, I mean away from football. It doesn't yeah. sound like Jamie Vardy to me because he's just football mad. He's, you know, he played, he played on tag. He, I mean. That's not allegedly, that's in his book. He was on tag, he had to get taken off at games so he could get over his curfew. So maybe, who knows? And again, it would benefit. You look at DACA and Ian Acho, they'd obviously benefit from him. But you look at the youth products that we're producing still still right now with the talents we've got on the cusp of you know if it weren't for certain injuries but we won't get into that debate again uh to our youth players as well as our first team players there'd probably be some players on the cusp of getting a couple of games for us this season and if you want if you want somebody to be your coach who's going to train you to be as lethal as he was or even half as good as what he was for has been for us you want him in your coaching staff don't you you really you really would
1: yes no definitely and yeah i mean he has got his academy um mm-hmm. so that is something that he could um
0: maybe become a youtuber <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <I> could imagine. <laughs> Oh, let's be honest with you, Channel 4 are doing watch-alongs on YouTube now. No wonder what bloody viewing figures are down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, fair play, to, fair play to Channel 4. You can't argue. Uh, They're the, the giving it to England free of charge. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, but he has got his academy, so that could be evolved into the club. and um, we will see. We will see. Uh, so, uh, Scott says it. Michael wasn't he a million? Um,
0: yeah, I think mean, he was a million from Leeds.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's ones up there, but for me, and you know, it's down to opinions. For me, I just think in Premier League history. You will not, although well, it was, we yeah. were in the Premier League when we signed him, of course. But I just think in, in football, I don't think, for me, there has been a better signing. No, no, Schmeichel's up there. We've got to say Schmeichel's up there, definitely. Um Yeah. And the Lord team. We'll, we'll come on to Schmeichel later. Um FIFA Switch streamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, you got... I mean, yeah, we're getting down a different argument but Mahrez, OK, yeah, Mahrez, but, you know... Um, <sighs> Jamie Vardy, he's, he's stuck at the club. To me, he's a bit more of a legend than Mahrez is. Mahrez plotted his copybook at the end, I'm afraid, uh, with the right. way that he left. Right, next up, sir. Wilf. Wilford and am uh, Again, watch the Echo, mate. He's not had the best of seasons... Uh, but at the top of his game, he's one of the very best in his role and informed indeed in making tackles and interceptions across the pitch that only makes City more solidly defensively, but also a force in attack. And he wins the ball back so often that it keeps the team on the front foot. Rodgers had looked for more progressive passes at the base of midfield this season, and that's seen, indeed, he a good number of games. But there are going to be times when City want the extra security of Ndidi, and he's, and given he's only 26, it makes sense to keep him around. Another player that, had we sold him two or three seasons ago, we could have got really big money for him. Uh, but the club, where it is now compared to where it was, generally we're not going to get the money for players. Um, I just... I guess a lot of it depends on what happens with um, Mendy this summer, uh, as to whether we uh, what happens with Indeedy. Um Your thoughts on him, and I'm just going to put you uh, put myself on hold because I want to go and get a drink. Uh, I've run out, but you carry on about and tell us what your thoughts on Mister Indeedy are.
0: I think Indeedy is is very problematic in terms of if where we expect the rest of the players that can play his position um, or in that area are come the end of this season could well depend on whether we keep a needy or not. It might end up being absolutely vital that we offer him a new contract and, and keep him tied down for an extra two years. Because, like like Chris said, if we don't convince Mendy to renew or extend the contract for a year... Um, we're obviously going to lose Chowdhury for for reasons between Rogers and the player, um, because he obviously doesn't want him at the club. And I, I think Chowdhury would be right to see his treat, how he's been treated by the club instead of cast out alone and want uh, a new adventure uh, with another club to continue his career. I think we might be. I wouldn't say forced to keep Ndidi because he's a very good talent and a very good asset. But I think this becomes a player of importance to make sure that even if it's a two-year added extension to to what's left on his contract now and it it boosts him up to a four-year deal, he's definitely one player that could depend on, on, on others to what we do. But I would highly recommend that that. As long as obviously we're talking Leicester being a Premier League club next season, that being the basis, that he's one of the key players we look at and go offer him a contract extension because he has been very good for us. He's been unfortunate that some of his injuries have forced him um, have forced him out onto the sidelines when we probably needed that defensive reassurance. See, I wouldn't sell. I wouldn't sell him. Even if that was the case, um, the only way I would sell him is if somebody went, uh, if Leicester had Mendy, Samari and that, I would not sell him. Um, I think he has still got that potential. We've heard Rogers talk about Mendy and Ndidi and I think we've actually figured out that they're both different types meant of, of central defensive midfielders. Indeed, he's at blockade. I mean, how many times when we've gone through player reviews, especially last season, when Indeed he was in the team a lot, and we've gone, it was so good not to hear him on the ball too much because all he was doing was getting in between. You know, he was reading the situation and he was cutting out their passes. And they were, he, he, he's him doing his job forced a mistake and got us on the front foot. I mean, he was he's superb at that defensive duty. He's not centre-back. Not unless you want to give your give your opponents a free penalty, bless him, because that's all he ever does when he plays centre back. Um, but um, yeah, I'd keep him. I and I would renew his. Um, I'd renew his contract. I'd give him a couple of extra years on top of what he's got left.
1: You are in total agreement with um, with, with Jordan. Oh, um, God, this is feeling weird. <laughs> this is sounding weird. Okay, let me say. Uh, this next guy, there's only one way that I can introduce this next guy.
0: Macho, macho man. Macho man, yeah.
1: Oh, yes, um, uh, Mr. Ian mm-hmm. Uh, you could understand if he walked away.
0: Oh, you could, but here's what I, I, I'm going to give you a clue. I'm sure you've all seen the scene, but if If you're going to ask me what we need to do with Ian Nacho, give him the contract. Let him write whatever he wants. Let him sign it. Nacho's at the wheel. Get him up front. For God's sake, keep this guy because we have a talent on our hands. How can this man not be our striker for the remainder of this season and next season? Give him a contract. If he wants to be on the same as Jamie Vardy and Jamie Vardy's on 180 grand a week, pay him. Because this guy knows how to score a goal. He never shirks his responsibility. He never lets the fact that Rodgers kicks him to the curb for seven weeks, you know, and not play him affect him because he gets his FA Cup bonus. We've got a goal scorer who we know is capable of scoring 15 to twenty goals a season because he's done it for us when he's been played as a two. If you play to this guy's strength, he scores you goals, and not only that, he is a specialist renowned in the FA Cup. You know, we look at we talked about the FA Cup briefly at the start with tillemans He is the reason we got that. That is crazy, Morris. To say sell Nacho while you can now that is crazy, but I respect your opinion, even if I think it's crazy, mate. Honestly.
1: I don't think he's a Leicester
0: fan, so I think we... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm only joking with you, Boris, anyway. You, you know what I'm like. Do I... ever regrets leaving Man City? I don't think he does. I don't think he does because he, he... he he Surprisingly, he'd actually get more overlooked at Man City than he has been since Leicester. I think I said when we signed him, well, you know, I, that he's a player... That is, could has the biggest potential to be the future replacement for Bardi and we need to make sure it happens. Now, for me, it's happening a season or two too late to really have him rolling because realistically, when this season and this time came, rolled around, this man should have been your semi-regular starter. He should have had 20 games last season starting and maybe 15 off the bench or something like that. Give this man a five-year deal. Make this man, knowing to him and the fans, we have our trust in this man to be one of, if not the only striker we have at this club to take this club forward in the striking department. Okay, Give me an action.
1: Let me reword that then. Not necessarily regrets leaving Man City, regrets joining Leicester City.
0: Again, I'm not too sure because (sighs) you look at all the other clubs and... Um, I don't think I, I think he gets overlooked at a top six club. So that's a quarter of the Premier League out of the way. Um, at the time that he joined Leicester, because you have to go back to when he joined Leicester. Leicester only had Vardy. Uh, I think Southampton had like Che Adams and and Danny Ings and and Shane Long, so they were out of the running. Um, West Ham are still. Rubbing one out over Antonio and think he's the best thing since sliced bread. So they were never going to sign another striker. Um, Everton was too busy spending six hundred million on Gail Platts in bloody dead, in, in the in the in the in the Netherlands league. So Everton weren't going to sign him. So clubs in and around Leicester's calibre just weren't going to sign him or, or he was going to be third or fourth choice down the pecking order. Mm. I think Leicester were one of the very few clubs that had an opening for him to look at and either, either instantly be a number one choice or there was a window of opportunity. And with Leicester, we were Vardy or Bust up front. He probably went, oh, that's an opportunity I can develop. Get game time that I'm not going to get at Man City, and when the opportunity strikes, hopefully I can take that with both hands.
1: Yes, and I've got, I've got to say he has won two trophies with us: uh, the FA Cup, and of course. Yeah. And I love. Can I just say, please, if you ever want to know any any transfer information, all do get over to Transfermarket.co.uk. They are brilliant because they call it the English Super Cup. I am so on board with that. <laughs> and and he won one of those as well. Again, Jordan completely agrees with you. Uh, he says Renew. Um, he said there was a moment earlier uh, this season when Inapta was the Premier League's all-time top 10 for goals and assists per 90 minutes, alongside the likes of Thierry Henry, Sergio Aguero, Mo Salah and Harry Kane. Uh, simply put, when he plays, things happen. You know, and how the hell is he not starting every game? And I think most Leicester fans are there looking at it thinking it's Rogers. We know it is, we know it is. But look, this is another guy that whatever I want and what he wants, I think are two different things at the club. Um Dennis Pratt, I mean This guy, if ever anybody's going to walk off and stick two fingers up at uh, at Brendan, there's a couple of players I could name. One of them's coming up in a minute, but this guy is one. He went away, he came back, he publicly came out and said, look, I want to fight for my place. Brendan said, great, that's what I want to hear, and continued not to play him. Uh, To me, with Tielemans going he would be an ideal replacement, but I don't think, to be honest, we could even convince him to stay. I think I think if Halifax Town came in for him, he'd say, fuck off, Leicester, I'm going with the way he's been treated and I wouldn't blame him.
0: So it's funny you say that about Tillemans because I remember when we first signed him and he played really well and then he unfortunately got that injury. I mean, Leicester and injuries, who knew? Anyway, I actually said the same as you and what maybe other perceive potentially. I said, Pratt might have to wait, but like I thought with Ian Favardi, for Vardy, I think exactly what you have just said. I think he was brought in with the idea that he's going to need to be a bit patient, he's going to have to bide his time, but we're never going to keep Tillemans until he's in his 30s. That was never going to be. I think we knew we signed Tillemans for anywhere between three to six years, essentially, we were hoping to keep Tillemans for, and we've got that out of him realistically in that goal point and i think the idea was to give him the game time to make him convinced that he's the man to step into his shoes and take over that role when it's available to him which will be next year next year that's a new word i made new next year (laughs) next year
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. next year next season the problem is i don't know who i think it, i don't know who, which female artist was to sing it sung this song but i think it might have been just a little too late i think i think he might leave right now i mean might get out leave i think it's all come a little bit too late to you know it was it
1: was will young i think Actually, I've, I've crossed now. over
0: two i've crossed over two songs in my head because it is will young <laughs> and there is a female artist that did a song called i, I someone will tell me in the comments but the thing is, I think this is again on Pratt he might turn and goes, Well, you didn't flog me that deal when I signed for you. So I don't yeah. want to stay and wait for Tillemans to to leave in the summer and go. I think this might be a case of I want him personally, I want to renew his contract. I want to kind of do an indeed. I want to chuck two years at him. I want to say Hopefully in these last months or so, we can offer him enough football to prove to him that that's how it's going to go once Tillemans is out the door, that he's going to be our chief in that midfield alongside Dewsbury Hall and whoever's with him. And if he can do that, maybe there's a chance to, to, to renew his contract. Right now, run it down. Run it down, keep him here in the hopes that we can he can prove himself as a Tillman's replacement and change his mind and get him in. I, I I would run it down on the hopes that we can then negotiate renewing.
1: Right. Okay. Um, that's sitting between two. Uh, two uh, I, I'm doing a
0: Chris. I'm doing a Chris. I'm, I'm on a fence. I, I would say, I would say personally, I would renew it. I think the club will not want to sell him because they still want him to replace cinnamon but until they can offer him a new contract they'll they'll be happy to run it down and still work behind the scenes to try and convince him to stay um so yeah it says jordan jordan disagrees with
1: you jordan says sell He's been a very handy player to have at times, but there's never been a settled position for Pratt at City, which is very, very true, and it doesn't look like one will come along soon. While he's only ever going to be a versatile backer for City, he's unlikely unlikely to sign a new deal. He will want to play regularly again, not only as he is in his peak years, but also because it will help him keep his place in the Belgium squad uh, after he missed out on the World Cup. Although he's probably not sorry he missed out on those performances, uh, and there are plenty of teams in Italy where he is still, still highly valued. He had a very good loan loan year in Italy, and they they would have had him back if they'd had the money, but they hadn't. And let's be honest with you, where'd you fancy a nice little warm place to play in in Italy or Leicester? I know where I'd be. I think the fact that I'm not in Leicester at the moment will probably tell you where.
0: Well, um, yeah, there is that. I mean, location, I did... location, location wins yeah, actually for it, doesn't it? it.
1: But, yeah, um... he doesn't really work with Manchester, mate, but he does work with Paul and Bournemouth. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just let you. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to put my feet up, and I'm just going to let you go for this one, mate.
0: Get out, leave right now, never return, do not even darken our doorways again, you absolute useless lamppost, you greedy, greedy... Tend me to the swear jar here, you greedy bastard. Don't give me that bullshit that you didn't want to relocate, you didn't want to do this. No, you didn't want fun to only pay you half of your hundred grand a week wages. You greedy useless lamppost of a lurch. In fact, calling you lurch is disrespectful to the TV show The Adams Family. You are an absolute joke of a footballer. I would rather have Perez Perez back than you, you absolute disgrace. You are the worst excuse for a football I've ever seen. And saying you don't like it and I must have a twin here. Piss off, mate. Clubs actually wanted you and you still didn't go and play football. You money-grabbing 30-something. I couldn't give a toss about playing football. Know it. Get out. Piss off. Rip up his contract. Set it on fire. Next.
1: I take it you are gone for sale then. (laughs) Oh, nobody
0: knew his contract, mate. Yeah, keep him. Yeah, sell him. Rip it up. Don't sell him. Don't, don't, don't put, don't put that pain on somebody having to pay this absolute leech any money.
1: Okay. Well, I think this was, that fence just got trampled down. <laughs> there oh, mate. Fence there <laughs> <at all>. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say that um, Jordan agrees with you, believe it or not, (laughs) thank God. Uh, Otherwise, it could have been a very long show. Uh, It's something City have tried to do for the past two weeks. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Those have been unable to do, uh, do so. First, Vestergaard turned down a switch to Fulham because he felt his prospects were better with City. And then in January, a move to Germany was ruled out with his wife heavily pregnant. Now, an unauthorised interview in which he was critical of Rodgers has seen him exile from the squad and left to train alone. He's not going to get back into the fold at City, so a sale in the summer is best for all parties. The club then put one of their least successful deals behind them. Okay, a couple of points I want to say on this. The club don't put one of their least successful sales behind them. Brendan Rodgers does. This was a Brendan Rodgers sign-in. This was nothing to do with the club whatsoever. They advised Brendan to not go for him, but oh no, he wanted to go for him. He wanted to spend, was it £11 million, £9 million on a player that we'd seen concede nine goals twice. You know, I'm sorry, but Brendan, you're a end for buying a player like this. And I, I want to hate him. But I don't, because it's not his fault. He was bought, and yes, I know he was bought as a backup, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I accept all of that. But like you say, it's what he was told when he was signed. And if you believe that interview that he gave, um then you know we're in a position where we we've been unfair to the player. Um is it wrong that he does He wants more money. Um, when he's been promised, you know, Rogers. Rogers went after him for eighteen bloody months. For God's sake, it wasn't just a case of right. We desperately need somebody. And yes, we signed him quickly because of the the, the broken leg to to a Shame he didn't break them both. But there we go. Um, but yeah, so he was the wrong player. And you you know he's gone and bought a player there that doesn't fit into his style of play, so why buy why him? Why be chasing him for 18 months? Maybe that's when the alarm bells should have started ringing with Brendan and we should have said, oh, shit, we've got a bell end in charge of the, uh, you know, <laughs> the Titanic here. He's going to sink us. Um, I get he didn't want to go because of his wife uh, being pregnant. I, I totally do understand that. Um, but the Fulham move... <sighs> Again, it could Leicester have not, you know, as you do with loan deals, let him go on loan. I don't know. I don't know. He he has to go, but I've got to say, I do feel, feel sorry for him. Um, and he was the wrong, he was the wrong player to buy in the first place, Brad. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't feel sorry for him. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I agree. Brendan shouldn't have chased him down and tried tried to buy him for eighteen months. I don't understand what he did on the pitch for Southampton to warrant anybody showing interest in him. But it turns out if you put a guy who's a bell-end when it comes to making transfers with a bell-end of a defender, you make a super bell-end because he lost all respect for me. I'm sorry, right? I, I appreciate and totally respect that he didn't want to 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 move countries with his wife being heavily pregnant not begrudging that that i have no issues with that but on what planet because he knew he knew he was a backup signing he knew it was a backup signing no matter how it doesn't matter if it was 18 months weeks or years that rogers tried to sign him when he signed, when he signed him um I don't know. I mean, what are you on about? Just saying, what are you on about there? I don't know you, what he's
1: referring to there, in fairness. Yeah, I need yeah. to know
0: what you're referring to before I can tell you what I'm on about here. But in terms of going to Fulham, he hadn't kicked a ball for Leicester in God knows how long. Probably since he signed for us. Um, I, I mean, you're right, Terry. That's what I mean. Two balance come... Has he had a good game yet? Because he's had neither, he, he's had terrible games for us. But my thing is, whilst I sympathise the fact that he, you know, didn't didn't do anything, you know, was brought in, he knew he was a backup. You can't tell me if you're not getting into a side that you've been training at. And watch playing week in, week out from the sidelines or at home on the couch because you're not even on the squ- in the squad. That you did not have a better prospect of playing football for Fulham, a newly promoted side that would need defenders. And you look at certain <coughs> Nottingham Forest players that are teams that are conceding minus 20 goals, or Bournemouth that have got negative 19 or 20 goal difference, like this, wouldn't want some form of lamppost at the defence to just edit out every time a cross came into the box His prospects of playing were less at Fulham than at Leicester where you've been sat at home twiddling your thumbs watching Leicester play Roma in the Europa Conference because you can't even make the behave yourself mate, you're selling nobody down the same river as you if you believe that, no this season, my sympathy for him flew out the door he he, he needs to go get rid, Don't even don't even let it trickle out mutual consent whatever mutual termination whatever it takes get him gone from the club get him get him focusing get, focus on your family mate focus on your new child that's going to come into the world all the best with that on, on a personal level all the best for your family and that but go and find a club that will actually play you and give you what you want because you're never going to get it in here. get out the club for god's sake
1: Personally, I'd give him a new contract, but each to their own. <laughs> okay. Up next. Now, I had to look twice when I downloaded this picture, because my God, has he got a look of Danny Ward about him. Um, but Alex Millies, um, our third choice goalkeeper. I mean, you've got to have three goalkeepers, let's be honest with you. Um, you remember Pokovic? He who never played. But you are going to get an occasion where your number one is injured, so your number two moves up. You then do need a backup on the bench because your number two gets injured on the pitch. So you've got to have three goalkeepers. He came in on a free, so it's not like we've actually um, spent any money on him. He's, He's got the experience. Now, you could argue what experience has he got, but then I'll say two words, Aaron Ramsdale, the fact that he you know he he's been where he is doesn't mean he's a, he's not a good goalkeeper it just means he was at those clubs that were struggling but it, it what it is uh, it's the role of the third choice goalkeeper to be a good team member and help push the other two ahead of them ahead of him in the packing order and if city feels Smith is capable of that he could keep getting a one year contract as eden epokovic used to as i, I just said He'll be 34 at the end of the current deal. So he's got a few more years in his career yet as a goalkeeper. And look, you know, we've seen some goalkeepers. um, Who was it that that came from from Chelsea? The Australian... um, Mark Schwarzer. Mark Mm Schwarzer. And quite often they are there for, like we've just said, as the safety net, if you like. Jordan's very much gone for let the deal expire, but maybe renew, depending on what happens with the goalkeeping situation.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It's it's no different to anybody that's talking about a third-choice goalkeeper. They are basically a third-choice goalkeeper. um, Like, of Alex Murphy's quality, if technically, say, Brendan or whoever's in charge didn't feel that um, Iverson was ready to step in should Ward be injured for a long period of time. We know that's not the case because he's already made his Premier League debut. But like you said, Chris, Leicester themselves have had certain outfield players have to go in goal because they've had injuries to goalkeepers. So there's no point selling him because you're just going to go out there and get another 30-odd-year-old that's willing to take... Fifty grand a week to sit on the bench and maybe play a Carabao Cup game if he's lucky every so often. Um, of course, you don't want to end up in a Newcastle situation where you loan two goalkeepers out, your first one gets suspended and you have to get an emergency loan and it costs you more money. Oops, Newcastle. But, yes. um, yeah, I, I'm, I can't believe I'm saying this. Maybe it's because we're not rating these players, but me and Jordan do agree. Run it down and if in doubt, i 'm sure he'll be happy to take fifty fifty grand or whatever he's on a week to just to, to to stay until he's thirty five thirty six if we 're in that situation
1: and, and like I say, every club does need a third choice goalkeeper as Newcastle. <laughs> approved.
0: Or, or fourth choice if they go with Carrius in their case.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. But, you know, you know, you yeah, know yeah, we yeah. don't need that that third uh, choice player there. Um, I'm just want to put this comment up here from uh, Anthony. Um, Chris, Brad Tom, if Leicester go down, he's going to be a support forest. Now, you see, the thing is, Anthony, with Leicester fans, is that we tend to support our team Whichever league they are in, so because I believe, like some Bournemouth fans, uh, and certainly there's a Bristol City fan I know that has a club that will probably never again reach the top heights, so they have to support another club that isn't their local club. Now, Leicester fans aren't like that. We are loyal to wherever they are. We don't have a team that's in the top league just so we can be all down with the boys.
0: Would you not agree, Brad? Yeah, I mean, unlike um, Anthony, who supports any team that's kit is 50% red or more, <laughs> um, from the Premier League to League One, mate, we've all been, well, the majority of us, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's some fans that aren't old enough to remember the League One days, but we've all been there, whether it's Division Two, whether it was called yeah. League One, whether it was Division Three, whatever, that's what you do. when When you're in the middle of nowhere... Um or just slightly east of the mid Middlelands, as as we like to call ourselves, or east Midlands for short. Yeah, we'll um, <laughs> all right, Max. Well you're definitely Max, I'll be padding. That's fine. <laughs> 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 you're <laughs> quite um, right as so though, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> um but no, uh, you just you you take your club, you you ride or die with them, it doesn't matter what division you're in, We'd, you know you know we I, I,
1: a lot of these fans they 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 can't stand the fact that they don't have to support somebody in the top league so they have no. to go up and pick up oh, I, I mean I'd, I'd rather I support open anything for years
0: no no i mean the only thing that may be slightly a little bit worse than somebody that supports 75 clubs like our anthony here is uh somebody who supports a player over the club and will follow them wherever they go. But it's not like we've ever had a to dealings with anyone like that, is it, Chris, allegedly?
1: No, 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 not mm-hmm. allegedly not, no. I usually tend to find it sort of African or South American players, usually.
0: Well, the odd Brazilian, it turns See, out.
1: Yeah, did I say South African? I meant South American, but... <laughs>
0: I, I knew what you meant, that's what I said, yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, it was amazing how many followers we lost when Marez moved to Manchester City. Who knew? Who knew? Right, next up, um, I think I know where this one's going. Hamza Chowdhury, uh, Jordan's gone for a sell, uh, he's at Watford on loan, uh, he signed a new contract when he went to Watford, um. Uh, meaning as another. So he's got another. Well, it was a two-year contract. So he's got another year left at the end of this one. But his loan deal does have a buy option in it. Um, I was talking. Well, there was, uh, as a Watford fan, uh, hardly see him now because obviously they're in the Championship. But uh, I can't remember the guy's name, and I apologised to him. But he actually came on the other day and said, "Could we please sell him uh, to Watford?" So they obviously seem to be enjoying having him there. Um, for City's part, it doesn't feel like Chowdhury has a place in the squad anymore. Uh, while he has that tenacity and aggression that the squad would could do with right now, and that is 100% true, the club's direction means they only need one defensive midfielder of a certain type, and he is the better bet. Um, I went through um, changes with Ndidi, uh, sorry, with, with Hamza Chowdhury, yeah, he was the naughty boy of Leicester with his lying to the teacher and hiding in the school cupboard and everything. Um, but look, he he I didn't used to rate him. And then he suddenly almost developed and he did move on and he did get that little bit better. And he is to my mind, if he was happy to be a squad player, I would say keep him. Because you know, that game he had against Liverpool, um, was amazing man of the match uh you know the match i'm referring to obviously um and to get so much praise off the manager and then you never see the first team again again i i i could just all i've got to say is hashtag bellend um you know i it, i feel sorry for him to get that it's almost like Leicester we we are where we are at the moment because Leicester city players do not want to go out and do well because that means they might get a little bit of praise off Brendan Rodgers and then they get a bit of praise off Brendan Rodgers being the bell end that he is that he will then not play them again so I'd be going out thinking I'm going to have a bad game that way he'll pick me again uh Alright, I'm taking it a little bit too far Let's be honest, for comedic purposes And you could argue that it wasn't even comedy But um I think we're going to sell him But I think that's because We have got a Mendy A uh, a Sumari And an Ndidi probably In front of him
0: Yeah, I think unfortunately As much as we love him because he's a local lad I mean, he's been with the club Since he was eight He's yeah. been I mean, I actually remember he was one of the first players I met when I was working down at the training ground. I mean, you can't miss his bloody afro. <laughs> He's still <stood> out <laughs> a mile away.
1: You can, actually, can you imagine him, Pace, and Stoyan all oh, in the
0: same we'd have, team? We'd, we'd have the hair bear bunch, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I feel, I say this with a, with a twinge of sadness because I do like him, but I think... I think you've got to sell him, and if Watford were will, willing to meet his uh, optional fee, I think it because it's not mandatory. Because mandatory means I have to pay it at the end of it. I think he would be more than that, Boris. But whatever it is, even if it's not, I'd still sell it. Even if it is two to three million, I, I would sell him because I think he deserves. I think he deserves a fresh start. He deserves to be at a club that he, that he's re-energised that, he, he he feels refreshed that, he's been given a new sleeve of life at, and the fans and that club want him. If that's where he is wanted, and he's no longer wanted at Leicester, as much as it saddens me to say it, because even if certain players in his position are not with us at the end of this season, and we're obviously talking Mendy for that one, I still think he's too far down the pecking order. Um... I think maybe he's done himself a favour and maybe a little bit of heart because of the fact that he's Leicester through and through. He signed a deal. I don't think he signed a one-year extension with the intent of working his way back into the Leicester team. I think it's more of a case of, okay, ship me out alone. I'll do my best to to impress. And if I can, you get a bit of money. I get a fresh start. I I personally... Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe it, um, it's nasty coffee you got there, mate. But yeah, I, I, I would love to keep him for sentiment. But in terms of where he's at with his career, I don't want to see him stagnate. I want to see him do well. I want to, I want to leave that door open for a potential down the line that Leicester maybe bargain and return for him or something. Sell him. Let him go next season. Let him restart
1: if he is wanted at Watford and he's going to get regular games at Watford most players would say well yeah I want to play um because he's not that really he's second choice or third choice like you say he is probably at the moment fourth choice and you've also got to think that you can't keep players on sentiment sentiment otherwise we'd still have um you know um Oh, God, my mind's gone absolutely blank. There, we'd know we'd, we'd, we'd be offering Jamie Vardy another five-year contract. Um, so, yeah, don't rule it out with Brendan. <laughs> no, no, that is true. That is true. But I wish him all the best. I've not been his biggest fan, but towards the end, I do think he was pooed on from a great height by, by the bell end. But th- there we shall see. And our last one in this section, uh, everybody's favourite. I don't know one Leicester fan that does not love this guy. Um, Again, you could argue, I'm going to say this an awful lot, shat upon by a certain person, uh, given a new contract, made vice-captain and never played him.
0: Yeah, the problem is you feel that he's constricted with the Vardy syndrome he we plucked him from villa when villa fans a lot of villa fans were absolutely fuming that they let him go with such ease um the whole vice captaincy to then loan him in january made sense and i'll tell you what if you listen to his exit uh video that he did at leicester right? No, no he did it for west brom didn't he when he when he officially signed for malone and whatnot he did bring it, it me up a little bit. Cause I thought, oh, poor Mark, we didn't want you to go, mate. And he did. He clearly didn't want to go as well, but he bought, and, and the fact that he was even considering just staying, but his, his urgency to play as much football as he can, because he knows, right. And anyone will tell you a wingers, a footballer's life is a short career and it's even shorter when you're a winger because you are heavily dependent on one of, uh, on two things, your ability to cross a ball in, which Mark has to an absolute T, may I just add, and, and an ability to have that pace. And unfortunately, he doesn't hold that pace and ability um, enough to do it at the level that we need it at. And, I, and the fact that he, he knows he's on borrowed time or very limited time, he may only feel he's got 18 months left in him and that may even just be if he's at championship level, which he will be with, with West Brom unless they get promoted. He may feel, and he clearly made the decision, that despite how much he loves the club and how much he loves the, his teammates and wants to be around in the dressing room, for his personal playing career, he had to leave Leicester. He didn't want to, um, but it's a, it's a sad tale, isn't it? And it's yeah. it's... It's such a shame because he's one of them careers. You wanted him to be able to ride off into the sunset on a happy note. Me personally, I would, I would ask West Brom if they're interested. I don't want to, but if I look at it and how I feel personally about Mark, uh, about Albrighton, Kevin, as he's more commonly known as, I look at it as Chowdhury. I don't want to hit- uh, yeah, I don't want to hinder this guy's career. I If he says if you said to me that Brendan Rodgers is going to play him three times in the next 18 months and it's going to make him miserable, sad, and he's going to regret them 18 months. Uh, yeah, I think in a little bit. I think he has been a little bit let, let, let down this season with what he was told and where it's gone in these six months, but Boris. I think... It's only fair that he has 18 months of a career where he's able to ride off into the sunset in terms of he has a good 18 months. He plays regularish football or enough regular football for his need and what he has a good season and he's happy. I don't want 18 months of Mark Albrighton being miserable, yeah. regretting not going on loan or not leaving Leicester because of sentiment reasons. Yeah. I don't want to sell him because I think he should be playing for Leicester more than he has done. But yeah. I would, yeah. for his career, yes, Mark, go enjoy your last few months or whatever it is you've got left in you to play football. Please do not stay at Leicester Wilds. You're not going to get game time.
1: He He very much... It's funny that we've always said we need this right winger as a replacement, and yet we've had him in the squad. Um, you know, it, 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 it's why hasn't we just played him more? Because whenever we seemed to get a game, it was always more at right back than right midfield, or yeah. And and I just think we could have used him more in later years, but you know, uh, when you've got you know a madman at the wheel, you don't know where the car's going to go. Um, Jordan said, the signing of Tete shows what City want from a winger, but that doesn't necessarily mean there isn't a place for Albrighton in the squad. It will certainly reduce the number of wingers City need to buy this summer if they do keep the veteran around for one more year. However, and this is an excellent point, if Jack Harrison doesn't sign a new deal with Leeds and City go back in for him, he would provide the energy, versatility and deliveries from out wide that Albrighton can, but do so at a better level. That may be a key City decision over their long-term serving at number 11. And I'll tell you what, I think a lot of these decisions, we kind of touched on it at the start, but just before we move on to the next section, a lot of these decisions will be down to where are we playing next season? Because if Leeds stay up and Leicester go down, Jack Harrison ain't going to come to us. <laughs> and that's, that's how well, things yeah. are, now, unfortunately. Yeah, that's um, very
0: true. Very true.
1: But uh, we'll take a quick... 30 second break, in fact not even that, 20 second break and then we'll come back and we're going to be talking Brad's favourite topic because you know he is part of the goalkeepers union. We will be right back after this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch...
0: ...and Leicester Till I Die TV...
1: ...for all the latest Leicester City news and information... ...you can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels... ...for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club... ...come on you foxes! Indeed, thank you to the ex-foxes there. And now I've got to say, first of all, first thing I've got to say is... ...apologies to any Sound of Music fan there... Uh, I've butchered one of the one of the songs from that musical. How do you solve a problem like Danny Ward? Well, apparently you drop him and put the number two choice in uh, that has hardly played any, well, even less games than you played before you uh, before you got to be the number one. Uh, there's a third choice there, and look, I rest my case there. If you're telling me that Alex Smith is, is not Danny Ward's dad. I would argue with you uh, on that point. Um, those are the three keepers we've got. Danny Ward looks like he's been shafted for the rest of the season. Um, I don't blame Danny Ward for everything because uh, he has had a really bad defense in front of him. Uh, it's like everybody's saying, and I was talking to to, to Blue Kate um I must stop talking to her. Those 0898 numbers are so expensive. But I was talking to her. She's a Man United fan. And she kind of agreed with me that Madison, not Madison, sorry, Maguire, as yes, he was bad, but he wasn't probably as bad as everybody was making out. Um because the whole team were at that point playing badly. Now, if truth if rumors are true. We are after this Sunderland goalkeeper, Anthony Patterson, who looks at about—he looks about ten. Uh, there used to be a saying that uh, <laughs> that if, you you would know you were getting old when the policemen started to look young. I think now it's a case of you starting to feel old when the players, football players, look young. But they are saying Leicester could throw Danish keeper Daniel Everson into a swap for Sunderland number one, Anthony Patterson. Everson twenty five looks likely to be available if the Foxes can pull off a deal for England under twenty one star Patterson twenty two. He doesn't look that old at all. Um, Danny Ward, to be honest with you, for me, Brad, you know my feelings on him. I've said it numerous, numerous times, and I'm not going to go back as. And you know, Casper's come out and said, oh, you know, and I'd, I'd, I'd never refuse Leicester if they needed any help at all." Well, I'm sorry, Casper, you're another one. Your your sell by date had arrived. And I was one that was shouting and saying, sell you um, and promote Danny Ward. Uh, and I think if Danny Ward had come into the team that um, was there a couple of years ago, uh, I think we would have seen a different keeper. But uh, football is a confidence game. When you've got four ship defenders or three or five, whichever system is playing in front of you, you, you if, if, if your three goalkeepers are all rolled in one, you're not going to save some of those Games that you know behind that Leicester defense at times. Um, however, Brendan bound to pressure. Maybe you know it's the last gamble of a desperate man to swap over for Everson. It's hard to tell because he had sweet FA to do in the last game we played. Um, I just think maybe we, we handled Danny Ward wrong. Danny Ward didn't have enough games to get used to, to, to the first. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Handled it wrong, mate. It was an absolute travesty. I I want to take everybody back in time here, right, to the last eight games of last season. Where were Leicester in the league, Chris? Do you remember? We were struggling, but then we had a little bit of a good run
1: towards the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we had a little bit of a, we had a little bit of a, um, a good run near the end, I think, boosted us up to eight. And I think in the end, it, it papered over the big cracks that were developing over that um, them last 14 games. We were really poor, and then we ended up only four points off seven. And then it looked a lot better than what it was because you thought, oh, well, actually, we ended the season eight, we're only four points off, and we might have stuck in Europe had we not, you know, lost to games Everton and, and, and Villa mm-hmm. and that. Oh, well, that wasn't the case. Why? Why wasn't Danny Ward given them games when we were when we were, we were in no fear of going down and we were tenth, right? And we were fourteen points off seventh, so we weren't going to realistically we weren't going to get it. It was only because other teams took a foot off the gas near the end that we made up a points gap because that's what we did. You think about it. We, I think we won four of the last five or something like that, and we actually made up the points gap.
1: What's got you so happy? So, um, so we've just scored a second goal in the 96th minute against Montenegro to, to win the game 2-0. And, you know, I'm big in Serbia, so big up Serbia. Well done.
0: Well, <laughs> well there you go. Breaking <laughs> news. That's what Chris is celebrating.
1: <laughs> uh, but
0: no, honestly, I, you know, I, know I, I get it. Casper was still there, but we weren't fighting for Europe. No. I, I You know, play Casper in the games and he even said he wanted to give Ward. But why, why did he feel the need then to turn that back and then not give him the last two games and three games? We weren't going to get seventh place. We never were going to get it. Why didn't he get a an eight, ten, twelve game run at the end of last season? Because we weren't going down. And the only way we were going to get Europe this season was had we beat Roman and got to the final and won the conference. Because we weren't going to get European football with our league position. We were. Not going down either because we were plenty of points clear of, of probably 14th, let alone the bottom three. So that wasn't into question. I think he's been done dirty since about the middle of last season, mate. Because I I make this comparison in terms of how it went f- for them. Not again. I'm not comparing them in caliber of goalkeepers, right? But you mentioned Kate, who's a Manchester United fan, um, and about Maguire. Well, I'd like to put the comparison out to David De Gea and Danny Ward. There was a particular season where Manchester United are probably under Oli, because it just sounds like an ollie thing. It may have even been David Moyes it was that bad. They had a torrid time defending. They couldn't keep clean sheets. He was conceding on average, I think, Two goals a game. It was probably something stupid like one point eight. I don't know how you can concede one point eight goals a game, but it was like basically United were conceding two goals a game. They were in the bo- they were in eighth place. Probably wasn't David Moyes ever. The more I've, I'm thinking about it, and, and and United fans were saying, "He's done. He's done. Get him out. Get this Dean Henderson." asshole um get this keeper in give him the gloves give him the one spot because he's useless he's past it he can't do anything he's conceding two goals a game he's not premier league quality anymore we need to sell him cash in on him blah, blah 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 now look at him he's got a sturdy defense he's got a better manager who's coaching him i'm not saying that's a problem but maybe he's t- mm, just saying i'm what i'm pointing out things here right right I'm um, all I'm saying is and it, it, Terry's right. We, we we knew we weren't gonna be able to financial place him. He probably feels like he's not actually hundred percent convinced that Brendan ever was backed in him. And his decision to chuck him to the curb when his confidence is shot instead of working with him, maybe backs Terry's you know, point he's made there. But my point is right, Man United fans with De Gea were all like that, and now you look at De Gea's career. Manchester United fans must be thanking the Lord that they didn't get rid of De Gea. I'm not, I don't know where they're at now with him, but during that period and, and after that until present season, Man United fans, suddenly De Gea was back to his best. Suddenly they had a more competent manager at the helm and the defence wasn't so bad. And they weren't conceding two goals a game and De Gea was making, you know, those those minorities that were defending De Gea for that part were going he's conceding two goals a game, but he's facing thirty shots. I think in one game didn't he make a record number of saves. Like I think he had 30 shots at him, made like 20 saves and, and they still lost the game. And it's like he got man of the match because he made so many saves. Danny Ward's won one of the match and kept clean sheets in games where he's had 20, 15, 19, whatever shots on target. You're a stats man, Chris. I'm not, but even I can appreciate the fact that when we've lost games and we've sat here giving Danny Ward a 7 and a 6 and an 8, it's because he's. We've lost 2-0 and he's had 20 shots of him. Or 15 mm-hmm. shots of him. Right? If next season. Right. If he just stuck with Danny Ward and not played Iverson this season and we'd got through it and we sat Brendan or Brendan left, he got a better coaching or whatever, whatever the scenario was to fix it. And um, whatever it took to re-strengthen that defence, would Danny Ward, in the eyes of Leicester fans, be seen as such a horrific, horrendous goalkeeper who, may we just mention, was joint top goal? joint top clean sheet keeper before the world cup break despite his hideous inability to be a goalkeeper right is he really as bad as we think he is or is it the disorganized and disarray of his defense in front of him that isn't helping his cause because if danny ward played last season right and came in for them 10 15 games and we had more of a sturdier defence, we had the French Voldemort in our back line, and he was keeping more clean sheets, and he looked more dependable, would we be willing to chuck him out the door? Because us fans are as much to blame for his downfall as Brendan is, and not all of us, you know, I'm a big advocate for Ward, I've I'm a Danny Ward sympathiser in this case, and I know you're not one to throw the bucket him when he has his games, but for... I don't know if we've got biasness towards Iverson because he's our own. And I'm not dictating that Iverson's a good or bad goalkeeper. I've not seen enough of him. Right. But the second the proverbial hit the fan, it wasn't Evans' fault. It wasn't Varney's fault. It wasn't, it wasn't um, um, Soyuncu's fault. It was that fucking useless Welsh ex-Liverpool con of a goalkeeper who's never been a goalkeeper. A- Danny Ward, sell him, sell him, sell him guy played three games and had no defence in front of him. I mean, he hasn't got... He's never... I think he's only had three games where he's had the same back line in front of him. How could any goalkeeper do that? I mean, yeah, Brad, top goalkeepers don't let goals in their post. OK, that was a bad goal, right? But every goalkeeper has a bad moment where they let one in his near post. But Iverson had a deflection that wrong-footed him top goalkeepers don't make the movement until the ball's clear in their view and not got a player potentially distracting them so is iverson a terrible goalkeeper because of a deflection no it happens i'm not saying he's a top world-class goalkeeper but he is not the shambles of a keeper that he's been made out to be and i really do feel sorry for danny ward i really do because he's been thrown under the bus by brendan he's been thrown under the bus by the press and he's been thrown under the bus by a lot of us, Leicester fans. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. been the Chillwell scapegoat of this season. There I said it. I said it. He's the scapegoat of this season for Leicester fans. We, we do like a scapegoat in Leicester,
1: don't we? We do.
0: I'd rather have a Billy Goat than the scapegoat, but apparently we can't keep them here.
1: Well I've got some news for you later. But uh that's it. Let's let's move on and I want to just quickly touch on before we go our last topic and we'll do it straight after this this podcast is
0: proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered
1: by fans It's all going rather well this morning, uh, <laughs> or this evening even. Um, and again, apologies to readers of uh, f- a very famous uh, children's book, but the Lions, the coach, and the central defensive midfielder. <laughs> I I don't waste my days, you know. I don't waste my days. Look, very, very briefly with this one. Um, do you know what? I don't think he did that bad. I think he did all right. Uh, I think he did very well. Uh, he started him. Uh, yes, you know, I heard, I saw a few people say, "Well, Foden had got his appendix out or something," but Grealish was on the bench. Uh, he gave Madison his start. Uh, then we all sort of groaned because we thought, and I groaned. I'm going to be honest with you. I saw he was on the left, um, and not knowing obviously that 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 Southgate had given him this free reign and he was all over the front. I looked at his heat map and he was literally sort of was given that freedom. Uh, look, players have come out and said, great and fair play to Southgate. Let's look, we're, we're quick to criticise people, so we should be quick when they they actually do it. He, he could have taken him off at 60 minutes. You know, that's when sort of the changes usually start to be made. Uh, I know ours was a bit longer, but we were playing well. Um, fair play to Southgate. You know, he played 86 minutes of the game. Um, again, this all adds to his kudos, and I think it's added a, a few million to his uh, to his asking price if he does go, Brad.
0: Yeah, I hope so. Um, I think it's come... I think his, his time with England's happened a year and a half later than it really should have mm-hmm. but um not to say that brendan's been the issue this season to a degree with how we do our football and style of play but uh it's amazing what happens when you give the creative attacking midfielder the freedom to do what he wants to a degree obviously i'm not saying he's going around robbing banks i mean on the football pitch in general not in life in general um but it's amazing what happens when you play quick counter-attacking football and allow somebody to go do, do. You know, it's almost like um. Oh, what what's what what's that expression? It's almost like he's been told to do what he does best, and he did it. He really did it, and he looked like he enjoyed himself, and it looked like for the first time in a long time he was enjoying his football. He was enjoying being back on the pitch. He was enjoying giving that creative role. He was enjoying the style of football. It's almost like, right? And I don't know if it's just me here. It's almost like that. If you know, you've got a talent, you allow him to play to his strengths. And it's almost like when you do that, you get a good performance out of them. I don't know. It sounds really simple, doesn't it? It sounds really simple. It sounds like if you give a player uh, what he wants in terms of freedom on the pitch to play the way that best suits him to get the best out of him, you get the best out of him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's more complex and complicated like that. I, I don't have a uh, man management and tactical noose of brandon's caliber to to think that but it sounds like if you give a creative attacking midfielder the creative freedom to be attacking in the midfield it'll do you well i i don't know chris maybe 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 football's not as simple as it sounds but
1: it certainly <laughs> looked
0: certainly looked that
1: way from what well, it i saw did, it. it did didn't it um and fair play to him. Fair play to him. Um, and like I say, I hate Southgate. Want him in. Want him out. Um, two wins, two games, two wins. Four four. Got for goals four. One against. Six points. Top of the table. I'd had them coming uh, third with a the proviso They couldn't make second. <laughs> Shows what I know. Uh, but then again, I've got North Macedonia coming fourth out of the fifth. Five team so I know I know what do I know what do I know Brad as a special present to you Brad and I've only only found this sort of late on so I haven't had time to prep this or not so I'm going to do a little bit extra here for you just for you with this news that isn't breaking because it is a little bit old but I'm thinking I've got to share this with Brad and we'll end the show on this um Frank Lampard is already plotting a return to management just two months after being sacked by Everton with the former Chelsea midfielder refusing to throw in the towel on his coaching ambitions. (laughs) So says the Daily Mail. But what is even better is if you go further down... We get it. Does say while well, some might believed Lampard forty four could shun the management world uh, after those experiences, he avows he has vowed to keep going, and the Sun report that he could find options at Leicester City, Southampton, Fulham, or Crystal Palace. Brad Lampard to Leicester.
0: There's a word that rhymes with pork and uh, and uh, toff. Um,
1: see, see well,
0: our I little friend. What did you go what, what, cool to? Yeah, wow well, see, see, see our little friend here. At the show, the eagle Pigle replacement in Venom. I'd rather him sit in the manager's dugout uh, than Frank Lampard because this thing is only stuffed with fluff and it's got more football managerial intelligence than him. The Frank Lampard. The only football management you should be doing is Football Manager 23. Go and load up your laptop, get your pyjamas on while the wife's in bed and you can't be bothered to go to bed, and load up a, load up a Leicester Save on that if you want to manage Leicester. Don't come anywhere near my club as an actual manager. Please do not come near the club as an actual manager. I wouldn't trust him to manage my bank account, let alone the football club I support. Jesus, H Christ! If we end up with Frank Lampard in in our uh, dugout for the first time in my career, I will be personally getting a Frank out banner from on his arrival. People will be asking for autographs. I'll be stood in the back going Frank out, <laughs> he's not. He's only taking the train. No, no, God, no, God, Bennett.
1: I can't, I can't follow that on that note we're we going to end brad thank you so much for coming in that's that's just finished the show off it's really really finished me off as well where can people find you and when are you coming back sir
0: i they can they can find me on facebook if you really want to be that sad and follow me that much uh, you can find me on youtube at top 10 battles i um there's a lot of changes going on in my personal life but do not threat that channel is still running i will be back making contact contact i can't speak today content on it uh it is a top 10 battles on youtube do go and show me support on that i promise you content will be coming um you know i mean, CC, see, see you've even ruined terry's day Well done, Chris. You had one job not to piss Terry off and you've ruined this day. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Terry. Uh, Compensation will be sent to you in the post via uh, LTID. Um, But no, follow on Top 10 because there's content coming now. I'm having a few changes in my life. There's, uh, There's things I've got to get in straight, but then I will be back to the YouTube world. But if you really want to follow me and keep up with all the ramblings of what I say, follow me on Twitter. It's the best place to go, at Full Time Focus. And if you really want to follow me, Make sure you hit subscribe here because unfortunately,' like a boomerang in, thrown by an Australian, every time he tries to throw me away, I keep coming back
1: I know <laughs> and, and i was so I was told when I bought it it was a stick <laughs> 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 Brad, thank you very much, mate. All the best, and uh, I will see you at the weekend for palace.
0: Oh, I forgot Leicester than we were coming back to room a weekend. I mean, oh yeah, I'll see you at the weekend, mate. <laughs>
1: Take care buddy, all the best
0: Yeah, take care, Dally Ward number one
1: <laughs> There we go <laughs> That's all I can say to Dally <laughs> nah, Thanks to Brad uh, Check him out uh, at Full Time Focus and Top 10 Battles on YouTube um, Thanks to uh, No only to Brad, thanks to everybody else that was in the chat as well uh, Terry, Boris um, Who else was in before that Facebook user not sure who that was. Scott, brilliant to see you back, mate. Lovely to have you back. Well done. Anthony who popped in, uh, the, the multi team supporter. Uh Andrew was in. So thanks to everybody who's been in and, and commented. Hope you like the format of the new show. Um, this um this has been like I say, less to like what L T I D TV on YouTube, on Twitch. Please give us your uh, your support. Don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to smash that likes button and if you have been listening to us and you have lent me your ears via the podcast platforms thank you very much for sharing and listening to me on, on the podcast Uh, and don't forget to subscribe like I say and if you're feeling generous for just one ninety nine, you can help the channel out, support it bronze, silver, gold foxes all together in one and it's just one ninety nine a month and we're going to do some specials for you and you can even end up on one of these with us live, once we get the numbers up. Uh, our next show is going to be, uh, I'm on, on a West Ham, I'm on Forge from Iron tomorrow night on a general football chat. That could be interesting. Uh, a couple of um, a, a mixed, well, West Ham and Leicester fans together, all of us struggling this season. Wednesday, I'm not doing anything, it's my birthday, and so I am out, and then I'm back on Thursday with a couple of Crystal Palace reviews. Thank you very much everybody. It has been a pleasure. Thanks to Brad. Uh, this is, or this has been, LTID TV. I've been Chris. Thank you very much. Good night. And here's Arnie.
0: Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You've better like them too or I'll be back. this podcast is proud to be
1: part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans That's all, folks. thanks for watching lester till i die this is chris saying goodbye and see you next time